The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey guys, it's your host Ruby. Um, Welcome to another episode of A Slut With Morals. Now, today is something that I get asked on my Instagram a lot by followers, um, which you can follow my Instagram at young.goddess.memes. You can follow my Twitter at rubymay1993. You can follow me on TikTok at young.goddess.ruby. And you can also follow the Facebook page, A Slut With Morals. So the question I get asked out a lot is, uh, Ruby, how can I get over a fuckboy or how can I get over in some, over someone in general? And it's honestly, it's remembering their flaws, which is number one. You have to remember a person's flaws so that you can get over them because a thing that we end up doing is we forgive the flaws and we remember all the good stuff, right? And that's why it's so easy to go back to a person um, when they've messed up with you, you know, um, it's so, 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 so easy for you to, instead of, um, instead of just remembering to like the, the fact that you hate them and the things that they've done to you. And, you know, and it's not about being bitter when I say hate someone, it's about moving on from the fact that they hurt you and, but remembering how they hurt you and why they hurt you. Um, because if, if you don't do this, you are more than likely going to just end up in a situationship. So the first thing you absolutely have to do is remember their flaws. Secondly, always remember there is someone out there that is dying to give you what you want and need. For instance, if the person you were with couldn't cuddle, you know, didn't want to cuddle you or hated cuddling or whatever, there's someone out there that's probably dying to just be the big spoon, you know, or dying to have you lay their head on their chest while they play with your hair. This goes for guys and girls, because guys, I know y'all some teddy bears. I know y'all love to be cuddling. I know y'all like to be the little spoon sometimes, okay? And I do not judge you whatsoever, because I love to be the big spoon. Um, And I know that guys love, 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 love to feel loved. You know, they feel Men love to feel needed and appreciated and wanted and, you know, that I feel is so necessary for a man because they can't get that stuff. You know, they're always having to pretend that they're big macho men and that they don't like this and that they don't like that. You know, it's a front that they put on. But ladies, we all know that men are big titty babies, you know. Uh, So... Just always remember that someone out there is dying to give you what you want and need. All right? So this third one is stay as busy as you can. Hang out with friends, catch up with family, go bowling, go to the batting cages, get all that anger out. Um, Take up a new hobby. Make yourself whole by yourself. Learn how to love yourself by yourself. 
love to appreciate yourself by yourself. Um, you don't need a man to constantly be telling you or a woman to constantly be the reason that you're in a good mood, you know, like that, that honestly should not be necessary. Um, the fourth is sometimes closure isn't necessary. Sometimes closure is just better as a thought because you'll never honestly get the answer that you were looking for. And I've said this before, you know, um, sometimes it's, it's better just to block the person and never talk to them ever again than to keep searching for something that you think, you know, um, for an answer or something as to why you weren't good enough. Sometimes the answer is them. All right. Like legit, the answer is them. Like you weren't good enough because they're looking for something else and you weren't it, or you probably were it at the wrong time. But instead of holding on to that, instead of thinking about how much closure you need, just fucking move on from it, you know? Just make them an afterthought. Like, they obviously weren't enough for you, for them to stick around, so why are you entertaining the idea of having them stick around again? Like, they're not worth it, ever. So remember that. Now, the last... uh piece of advice that I have is put the fucking phone down and go do something. This falls under the third rule, but seriously, you have to stop looking at your phone. You have to stop thinking about their social media or trying to stalk them or, you know, thinking about what they're doing right now or wishing they would text you or message you, but looking at your story to make sure that they saw it. Just quit fucking worrying about it, you know? If you're going to use the phone, use the phone to text your friends. Use the phone to text your family. Get back in touch with them because they're the ones that are really fucking necessary at the time when you're going through something and you need to get away from the bullshit that was them, you know? So that's literally the only reason that you should pick up your phone during this time. Unless your friends are sending you fire memes from my page that is hilarious on Instagram. Or, you know, the, I mean, literally just put the fucking phone down, go work out, go for a walk, go do something that involves you transforming yourself into a better person. Because at the end of the day, never stop becoming a better person. Don't be bitter. Don't be bitter because they're unhappy and they didn't want you in their life or whatever. You know, don't, don't override, don't like overwhelm yourself with, with negative thoughts that your life would be better with them. They obviously knew your life would be better without them, and that's why they fucking left. So get the fuck over it. Um, so you guys are getting two episodes this week, and that's because on Saturday, I am getting my wisdom teeth removed, and I think I'm going to have a lisp for a little bit. I don't think I'll be able to talk for a while. And so I'm getting them removed on Saturday, and I normally upload new episodes on Mondays, and you may get this episode on Monday. I may just save it for then. But if not, then I'm going to go ahead and I am going to, uh, then I'm going to upload it tonight. I'm, I'm still not sure. But this is probably one of the calmest episodes that I'm going to have. And that's because my kids are asleep in the next room. And I just can't be super loud and, you know, willy-nilly about it. Um, so another thing that I get asked, that I was asked today, actually, was, 
how do I know my relationship is real? I'm actually going to read you the entire post by this person because it came to my Instagram. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to find it. I was not very well prepared, or at least not as prepared as I thought I was. Um, sorry, still looking for it. There she is. All right, so let me scroll up. And she says, hi, I just have a question. What does it mean when you're really in a relationship, like together with your boyfriend? Because every time I try, I move too fast and ruin it. I've never been in love, but I like this boy a lot, and I don't want to ruin it because I move too fast. I follow you, and I like your stuff, and I respect you. So I was wondering if you could help me out. Thank you. Have a nice day, and stay safe. Well, love, have a nice day, and stay safe as well. But here's what it means to really be in a relationship, and that is that your feelings towards each other have been spoken to each other and reciprocated. Girl likes boy, boy likes girl, boy and girl talk about it, decide they are boyfriend and girlfriend. It's that easy. But in a relationship, you are both aware of each other and respect each other's boundaries. You know, um, if someone says, I need alone time, give them the alone time if they need space. If they want to have a girl's night or a boy's night, let them fucking have a girl's night or a boy's night. doesn't fucking matter what they did. You know, as long as they come home to you. Actually, I got to have to retract that a little bit. Um, because the whole, as long as they come home to you, it shouldn't matter. But the thing is, is that trust in a relationship is so fucking important. You know, um, it, it is completely necessary for things to work. Because once you lose trust in a person, it is so hard to regain that shit back. So, you know, remember that just because you have a good heart and that you're faithful does not mean that someone else will have the same heart and is also faithful. So, if they need a guy's night, fine, have fun, you know, call me in the morning if you, or call me if you need me, if you're too drunk to drive, please don't fucking drive drunk, I'll either go pick you up myself or I will send you an Uber, but please be safe, um, you know, a relationship is built on friendship and a relationship that's built on friendship will always be the best relationship that you have because that person becomes your best friend, you know, um, because a person is a partner and not a possession. Like, and I will say that forever. I will never, ever, ever want someone that I either have to clean up or have to nag or have to beg to do something for me. You are my partner. You are not my child. If I wanted another child, we would have another child. But let's not talk about that. Um, sorry, my ADD was going haywire just, just a second ago, and I totally forgot what I was talking about. But to have a relationship work, you know, you both need to be at this at the basic, at the very, very base of your relationship. And that very base of your relationship Yes, it can be built on sex, but it is so much better when it's built on friendship because you guys can, that foundation right there, like even once you guys break up, whether it ended badly or ended well, um, you know, mutually or what have you, like that's going to have you, you know, that that's going to be the thing that's like, I used to know that person, you know, if you ever see each other on the street again, 
it, it, it's not a, I hate that person. It's a, I hope you're doing good, or I hope you're well, or you look good, you know? And once that foundation is there, if you guys met, you know, if you met the right person at the wrong time, um, that foundation will still be there so that once you go back to it, you know, it's almost like, oh my gosh, I remember we used to do all these things, you know, and it becomes, and it can be a beautiful thing. Now, if you begin a relationship built on lies, that foundation is going to be rocky as shit. There's going to be cracks everywhere and you're always going to try to, you know, be something that you're not. So hopefully you guys are honest enough with each other to tell each other where you are in your relationship. Now, if your girlfriend or your boyfriend is moving a little bit too fast for you and you need them to retract a little bit, let them know, hey, I'm not at your level yet. I'm not at your speed yet. I need to be able to, um, you know, let me catch up a little bit because as much as I'm still wanting to be or as much as I want to be in love with you, um, I still kind of just like you, you know, or I do love you, but I'm not completely in love with you. And there's a totally, total, total difference there. In love with someone means that, you know, you you are completely infatuated with this person and you love them with your whole heart that you think about them and it fucking hurts or you're without them and it fucking hurts or, you know, you, you go somewhere and, you know, you're happy and you miss them a lot for no reason. You're like, why do I miss this person when I'm happy? You know what I mean? Like, don't be, I and I, and I say this a lot too, like, I never want to be someone's whole world. I just want to be their favorite part of that world. Like, I want you to go to work and I want you to have your own life and I want you to have your friends. And like, I've never understood people that work together and then they go home together. Like, what do you guys have to talk about? Like nothing. Like you can't even be like, how was your day? Well, you were there. So you already know. You know, like, I want you to come home and be able to tell me new stories about your day and your life. And, and I never want to get tired of listening to you talk, you know? Um, so, so make sure that you have that foundation where you trust each other enough to talk about, to talk about everything and anything, even if you think the other person's going to get mad. Like, I feel like it's always better to let that person know what happened so that they don't hear it from someone else, because then that's when shit's happening. That's when shit happens. That's when you start cracking and breaking your foundation. Um, I hope that part of the podcast made sense because, you know, I have ADD <laughs> and I will always say that. Um, I was actually uh, talking to my coworker the other day and I started laughing and she's like, what? And I'm like, dude, sometimes I'm having sex and my ADD is like, yeah, this is good. But hey, remember that one time? And then I just start laughing during sex. And the guy's like, why are you laughing? And then I have to tell him the whole story. And then I have to apologize because I'm like, I'm so sorry. I have ADD. Please forgive me. Um, but anyway. Uh, you choose how you want to start off your relationship. You know, like you can choose to be this... Uh, you can let them know everything about you and how you really are. And, uh, you know, they, they can, they can accept you as is, uh, realize that, Hey, you brought a little bit of baggage with you, but nothing that they can't, you know, overcome. 
or, uh, you know, you can withhold things from them and then it starts out, you know, and then it slowly comes to light and then you fuck yourself both royally. Um, so I've always chosen to start off my, my relationships, uh, when I have relationships lately, it's been nothing but situationships and fuck ups, like Jesus fucking Christ. How many times, like, so I had this, uh, patient, I went into a patient's room the other day. I don't know if I said this in my last podcast or not, but once again, here comes the ADD, right? I just went from one story to the next, but so I go into the room and I'm like, Hey, I'm Ruby. And they're like, Ruby. And I said, yeah. And he goes, Ruby. I said, yeah. And he goes, Oh my God, I love your podcast. And I started blushing y'all. Like I had all of my PPE, you know, my PPE gear on, but I was fucking blushing. I was just like, what? Not, uh, you listen to my podcast and they're like, yeah. And, and the guy and my patient goes, uh, me and the guys at the, down at the station do. And I said, station. I said, are you a firefighter? He goes, yeah. And I said, so you're telling me that, you know, like in my head, I just thought, oh my God, there's probably a group of really hot firemen sitting around and, you know, listening to about my horrible, horrible dating choices. And it made me really intensely happy. Like I could not stop smiling for the rest of the day. So the firefighters at uh, Richland Hills Fire Department I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. I appreciate everything that you do. Thank you for working on the front lines. You guys are amazing. Uh, Please hit me up on my Twitter or my Facebook or anything like that. I would love to buy you lunch. And we can have a day. All right. Uh, So once again, thank you guys at Richland Hills Fire Department. I love you. Thank you. Or you know what? Yeah, because he was a firefighter. Sorry. I was like, maybe it's the police station and I'm confusing them because I have ADD and I can't remember anymore. But um, yeah, so hopefully if you're listening to this at night, this uh, podcast here, this section that you're listening to makes you sleepy. Um, I sh- I hopefully I have a nice soothing voice. I don't know. Um, so back to relationships and foundations and beginning anew and always beginning with the truth. Um, so now I have to backtrack to about two to three weeks ago. So I'm dating this guy. Well, we started talking, right? We matched on Bumble. We start talking every day. Um, and then we decide to have lunch. And so we go, is it lunch or dinner? It was like 6 PM, I guess dinner. Um, So we go and we have dinner and yeah, it was, it was dinner because I had a tattoo consultation that I had to go to. And then afterwards, uh, we went there, we went to, to have lunch or dinner. Sorry. I work nights. So it's difficult for me to, uh, to remember that for me, morning is like afternoon for you guys. Anyway, here I go. So you know, we're talking and we're talking and we're talking and we have a great lunch. We have kisses. Um, we get really close. You know, we're both very affectionate people. I'm extremely affectionate. That's why I'm, I'm the big spoon because I like to hug a man and caress him and touch his butt and, you know, grab his butt and then spank it a little bit. Uh, sometimes I may bite it. 
Um, I didn't bite his though. I didn't even grab it. I didn't touch it or anything. We were just, you know, sitting side by side and held hands. And um, I, I, I was still very affectionate because I, I do love PDA. Like I love public displays of affection. Um, and even though it was our first date, like I felt like I had really like, you know, known him for a while. Anyway, so every time we talk, he always brings up his ex-wife and his kid. And, you know, and I get it. I'm, I'm divorced as well. I have children. I understand all of that. Um, you guys know, I always have to end with a story, right? So kind of, you know, he, he, every single time that we talk, he's talking about his ex-wife and how it makes him feel. And anyway, so after the date, I'm out, um, I go home and on my way home, I, I, no, I ended up going to a birthday party afterwards. And on my way home, I get a Snapchat. And I open up my Snapchat, and it's him. And he says, you know, it's, it's him crying, you guys. Like, he legit sent me a video of him crying. I know, I know. Ruby, where do you find these guys, right? I know. So, trust me. I know. So, we're talking, and, you know, he sent me this video of him crying and saying that it was so nice for someone to, to pay attention to him to him for him to feel affection and you know stuff and I'm like and I'm just staring in disbelief at this video of him crying and I'm like dude you know he kind of has some some like issues he's going through that's fine you know the divorce is is severely recent it's only been four months and um so I put my phone away because I'm driving and then, you know, he's texting me throughout the day, and that's fine. Um, but but I can't... I end up looking through his Snapchat again, and he has this video of his, like, memorabilia with his ex-wife and his kid. And I'm like... Hmm. You know? And... He ends up sending me this message where he's like, Hey, I'm really in my feels tonight. You know, like, um, oh, because I ended up making a dumb post on my Snapchat that said, geez, uh, where are the sugar daddies at so that I can quit my job and just focus on school, you know, because I'm still in school. And and so I kind of made a joke about that. And then he ended up texting me and he was like, oh, I could be your sugar daddy. And I was like, dude, you have like a $2,000 payment, uh, house payment and all these bills and you're about to get hit with like child support, you know, like you definitely cannot be a sugar daddy. And he was like, no, yeah, you're right. And then, you know, he kind of started making another joke about something. And I took it kind of like awkwardly. And he was like, yeah, I would have been able to, to make all these payments and be a sugar daddy if, you know, uh, his ex-wife wasn't living luxuriously. And now he was just left there to rot. And in my head, I'm like, uh-oh, like, uh, sound the alarms, huge red flag. And you guys know red flags to me aren't red flags. They're deal breakers. So I'm like, dude, me and you would not be able to be in a relationship because I feel like me and you would fight a lot. You know, I'm like, I, you are getting extremely bitter towards your ex-wife and I'm not the type of person to like just sit there and wallow in my bitterness. Like I want to move on, you know, like if you made me feel bad, 
I want to go ahead and I want to forget about you and I just want to move on with my life and be happy all over again because Lord knows I'm already always angry. Like the next thing I, the last thing I need is to feel fucking sad, you know? And, um, so he was like, yeah, I get it. And I said, no, you don't understand. I said, you're using me as a crutch to get over your ex-wife. I said, and, and I suck at being crutches. Like I cannot be anyone's crutch ever, you know, and, and I'm so sorry that you're going through this, but you need to move on a little bit longer before you actually try to start dating. I said, because I can't like, I just can't be anyone's crutch. Like, I don't mind being your friend through this. I don't mind hearing you talk about it, but romantically, I'm not going to get involved because I said, because I can't like, I, I just don't see this going anywhere. And if it does go somewhere, you and I will be fighting a hell of a lot. And that's not something that I want in my next relationship. Like the only thing I want to fight about with my future husband is that I constantly give him boners in public and he has to find ways to readjust himself secretly. You know, like that's it. Like that is the only argument I ever want to have with my ex like, or my future husband or my future ex-husband. Like that's all I want. You know, like I don't want any fighting about money. I don't want any fighting about religion. I don't want any fighting about the kids. Like I just don't want to fight. Like I did all of that in my last marriage. I don't want to do that at all in this next marriage, you know. And the goal of finding a relationship is finding your potential life partner, right? And, um, and lately I've said something to myself where actually I said it out loud and I realized, oh, Hey, I think this is actually true. Um, because I've said it more than once now and that's, I'm single and I don't really think I'm looking, you know, um, I was actually hit on by a patient today and he was like, yeah, I'm single. Why are you single? You trying to find something? And I was like, actually I said, yeah, I'm single, but mm, I'm not really looking for anything. And he was like, I'm just kidding, baby. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Anyway, so, um, so yeah, I, I, I've started noticing that like, I really, I want someone that isn't afraid to show emotion, that isn't afraid to talk about their feelings. But at the same time, like, I don't need your bitterness from, you know, like baggage and bitterness are totally and completely different things. Baggage, baggage is what I have. I... I'm divorced with kids. You know, I have some financial issues that I'm, that I'm working through. That's my baggage. My bitterness, bitterness is totally completely different. That's hatred from the last relationship you were in coming through and into your new relationship. And that's not the shit that you want to have in your new relationship. You want to be totally over completely your ex so that when you come into this new relationship, your new person isn't having to deal with all the bad shit that your ex did to you, you know, because they're not at fault here. You know, they're the only thing they want to be, you know, responsible for is making you feel good, is making you happy, is making you forget that there was anyone before them. Like, honestly, that like that's that's your new person's uh, job, you know. You're if you dragging on your bitterness and claiming it as baggage, that's not it. You know, that's, that's totally, completely just not it. So move on. Seriously, before you get into a new relationship, you guys, you have to learn how to fucking move on and and leave that shit behind. And oh, shit, I just realized this is all coming together from like what I started talking about. There goes the ADD. But um, from what I first started talking about, about how to get over a, a breakup 
into how to get into a new relationship. And so it's all coming, right? But yeah, you guys, that's that's how you, you end up getting over someone is just always, you know, you, you have to remember their flaws and why you don't want to be with them anymore. And remember that the reasons that you don't want to be with someone are absolutely brand new red flags. If someone is exhibiting or showing signs of something that you didn't like in your last relationship, uh, you need to go ahead and let them know like, hey, I don't like it when you do this. And if they continue to do it, it's time for, for someone else. Like you don't hold on to it. Don't keep grasping at it because you think someone's going to change. They're not going to change. If they end up changing, great. If they don't, fine. They, the next person can deal with it. You don't have to. You really do not have to. Okay? Remember that. Before getting into your next relationship or your next situationship, remember that red flags are deal breakers. Okay? And what you didn't like in your last relationship, don't bring that into the next fucking relationship. All right? And don't create a relationship with someone that is exhibiting the same red flags that your ex did. Seriously. Be smart. Be smart with your heart. Be smart with your head. Be smart with your genitals. Wash your genitals. But definitely be smart with them, you guys. You know, the COVID fucking shit, the COVID pandemic, this shit's not going away soon. We're all going to be fucking going on virtual dates for the rest of our lives, probably. No, I'm kidding. Hopefully not. I mean, hopefully they'll, you know, create a and you know a virus for this shit but soon you know i mean for right now you guys focus on yourself this is the time to be focusing on yourself okay anyway there's only 50 seconds left in the episode remember i love you all thank you so much for listening be safe wash your hands